people want to refer when they're happy, but they just don't do it um, a lot of the time. It's really those top A-plus grade customers that tend to refer off their own bat. People these days, they're very busy. You know, they just don't have that time to, to think about referring businesses off. So businesses should start to think about, okay, how do I actually bridge that gap to turn someone from a satisfied customer into someone who actually refers? Welcome to Marketing Builder, the show where you'll get lots of little bricks of marketing advice to help you build up your marketing and your business. Drawing on over 20 years of marketing experience, your host, Daniel Oyston, will dive into a topic and provide you with short, sharp and to-the-point marketing advice that you can apply to your marketing straight away. Welcome to Marketing Builder. Let's get on with the show. Hey, hey, legends, pumped to have you joining me for this episode of Marketing Builder and also passionate word of mouth and referral advocate Luke Santamaria, founder of Reward Buddy. That's the voice you heard right at the start of the show. Only a new business, Reward Buddy launched in 2019 after Luke Santamaria implemented and brought to life a referral program for a physio group that he was managing. From there, Luke saw an opportunity to help other businesses, especially those that aren't digital and trade online, to leverage their word of mouth and grow their referral programs. Reward Buddy is great for service-based businesses such as cafes and gyms and trades, health providers and those that don't have a lot of time or money to put into their marketing but who rely heavily on word of mouth and referrals. The platform also helps retain clients with a loyalty reward aspect with a point system for using businesses that are on the platform as well as points for reviewing businesses that are also on the platform. And those points can be used with any business on Reward Buddy. Further, the platform provides the flexibility for businesses to create and implement bespoke reward programs so they aren't forced into a one-size-fits-all or predetermined packages. One of the advantages of the platform is that through a business's reward system on Reward Buddy, they are collecting names and contact details of their customers, something that is sadly overlooked by a lot of small and medium businesses, and that is building their database. I found out about Reward Buddy on a Facebook group I'm a member of where Luke had posted an article titled Eight Ways to Get More Customer Referrals. I thought it had some great and practical advice, especially for those on limited budgets, because a lot of what Luke talks about can be implemented without spending a lot of money. So I invited Luke on the show to chat about his service and being the passionate word of mouth and referral advocate that he is, he went way over time on covering the eight ways to get more customer referrals. So I've split the chat with Luke up into two episodes. As such, you'll hear the first here in episode 18 and the second half in episode 19. I started off by asking Luke why he thinks word of mouth and referrals are so often overlooked as marketing tactics by business owners. Often overlooked by small business, uh, service-based businesses, purely because it hasn't really been something that people really, as a small business owner, think about. Um, it is something that online-based businesses do think about quite a bit. Um, you know, e-commerce businesses, Ubers, you know, those types of businesses. But it really hasn't been sort of a front-of-mind marketing tactic for small-based businesses. And look, that can I think that's because of, of a number of reasons. One is, you know, small businesses often just don't have the time. So it could be just a sole owner. They don't have the time to market or think about ways to grow referrals and word of mouth. And they're often just trying to get by and 
look after their staff and make sure their customers are happy. So having that, that extra time to market and even actually, you know, pay someone to do that uh, is often not there for them. Um, so I think that's the main reason why they just don't have that ability to, to think about getting referrals and, and promoting them. And, and sometimes I think they tend to just rely on doing a good job, giving good service, and that they assume that's going to result in someone referring off to them. And often that's not the case. You know, people, they, they want to refer, but often they, they don't. And there's actually a stat out there that 86% of yeah, satisfied customers who want to refer a business uh, out of those people, only 29% actually do. So I think there's just that element of, you know, they provide a great service, but they don't uh, often push someone or ask someone, you know, to encourage them to refer someone to them. That sets us up well for how businesses can encourage word of mouth and grow their referral marketing. You've written a great article and that's why I asked you to come on the show and, and talk through it because in it you list a bunch of approaches that people can leverage to help build their word of mouth and referrals. And the first on your list of the eight that you've provided, it seems pretty obvious and that is just to simply ask your clients for referrals. Yeah, it is pretty simple when you think about it but um, it just, I think there's a few reasons why people don't um, ask for referrals. I think one of the big reasons is that it can be quite confronting. And I'll just go back to my time is when I managed uh, a couple of physio clinics. Just the um, being a physio, when there, there was a bit of a fear of a reflection on you as a person or a practitioner if you asked for a referral. There was a bit of a fear of being salesy or, or worrying about what someone might think of you when you asked for a referral. So I think there can be a little bit of fear of failure or worrying about what someone might think of you when you do ask for it. And as I mentioned earlier, just, you know, relying on your morals and the fact you're given a good service often, you know, uh, you think that's going to be enough. Um, so you just don't end up asking your customers. It, it takes time as well. Um, it requires a lot of diligence in, in constantly thinking about, oh, I should ask this person for referral or, you know, this has been, I've given this customer a great experience. They seem happy. I, I need to ask them. So one, thinking about that in the time and then, you know, taking the time to ask them or come up with a way to ask them is, is tough. Um, and as I mentioned before, small business owners, they just got so much on their plate, they don't tend to think about those types of things. In terms of asking um, for referrals, there's, there's a number of ways that a business owner could could ask someone to do it. You know, they could ask them face-to-face. -face, uh, they could send them a text. Uh, they can send them an email and ask them. They can use social media to post out and ask people for referrals. So the channels are there um, for small business owners to leverage off referrals. And, you know, there's so many business owners out there giving a great service. It's just a matter of having a structure to allow them to do that. And then some other things that are important, I guess, about asking for referrals are, you know, you've got to choose the cust the right customer. Um, so you obviously don't want to choose someone who uh, doesn't seem too happy with your service or you weren't too happy with it yourself. Uh, they're not going to be the type of person that you want to ask for a referral because for whatever reason, they might not be your ideal customer. It just didn't work out. So choosing the right customer that you've had, you know, given a great experience with, you've connected really well with um, is really important. So you want to make sure that, they're the type of people you're asking for a referral. 
And the last thing is just the timing. And it comes down to, you know, when do you actually ask someone for a referral? So when I used to treat people as a physio, you're not going to ask them for the, in the very first session that you meet them. You haven't developed a relationship with them. Um, it's got to be quite awkward if you're asking for them to refer you off to someone when you haven't even, you know, dug into their pain uh, in any way so you really want to time it well so that someone is you know you know they're happy with their service you developed a good relationship with them um, and you can you can pinpoint that time when to do it so which can be a little bit hard for a business who's you know um, like a mechanic or something like that you see them once off but um, it's just about timing it and, and feeling um, that the time is right to ask them. A great experience and delivering good customer service seems to be a theme pretty early on in this chat, Luke, and that is the basis for number two, and it is give your customers a great experience. It really is the foundation from which you need to have before you can build your referral marketing, isn't it? I think I mentioned a little bit briefly before, but yeah. If you don't give a, a customer a great experience, they, they really won't look to recommend you. And I... I I'm sure most people can agree that no one really is going to recommend someone who gives poor service. I've never had a mate who comes to me and said, I had my mechanic the other day really make a meal on my engine, but you definitely should go see him anyway. You just don't get that. Um, and I, I think these days uh, people expect a lot um, in terms of service and they expect the best um, and they expect it for, for very little in terms of payment. So, you really need to give them, you know, above and beyond what you'd uh, think that they would expect. So it's not just enough to sort of give them, you know, your service these days. It's it's adding those little extra things in that they they're not going to expect. Um, so thinking about, okay, how do I actually um, stand out from the crowd here um, amongst my competitors who, who may be giving a, a similar quality of service, but if I can just give that little bit extra that that's unexpected, uh, that's what gets you over the line in terms of someone really wanting to um, refer you. Now, I, I go back to my physio days again where I would tell my physios that great physios, you give them you know great outcomes, but we need to do these little extra things. And one of them was just simply calling up that patient three months after they'd been discharged and just talking about how are you, uh, where you're at with things, and that patient wasn't expecting it, but but they loved it. Um, and you're not you're not there to you know get them back or you know get them to spend more money with you. It's just simply giving showing them that you care. So that that can um, push you know be shown in different businesses in different ways. Uh, but I think that's that's key. Just going that little extra mile for your clients. Yeah, and, and it's great advice. A lot of business coaches, a lot of marketers will talk to their clients and, and people around how you can surprise and delight your customers. And as you said, it can be something that doesn't take a lot of time or cost a lot of money, but you can still surprise and delight the customer, which will build the relationship with them and ho hopefully encourage them to provide referrals and, and great word of mouth. While Marketing Builder is the name of this podcast, it's also the name of an awesome product that can help you sort through all the fluff of marketing advice out there and focus on the important stuff. Marketing Builder is a card-based system supplemented by online video lessons that walks you through, step-by-step, step, the most important things in a marketing plan, such as buyer personas, pipeline analysis, 
objectives, strategy, goals, budgets, and the fun and sexy stuff, the marketing tactics. And there's over a hundred of them for you to consider using. The card sorting process results in a visual representation of your marketing, where you can easily see how people will engage with your marketing as they move from awareness through to a customer or client. Whether you're a small business owner trying to develop a marketing plan that you can actually use and are confident in on that very limited budget, or a seasoned marketer wanting others in your organization to have real buy-in and engagement with your marketing, then Marketing Builder is perfect for you. Visit marketingbuilder.net for more information. Now, the reason you're listening. Let's head back to the show. Number three on the list is reward your customers for referrals. How do people approach that? And is there a way to automate it if a business has like a really large number of customers and lots of turnover? This one is interesting and it, I think it comes down to explaining a lot about what Reward Buddy is about. But I think one thing uh, is to, as I said before, is to really give a great service. And sometimes just giving a great service isn't enough. So as I said before, there's a big stat to say that you know people want to refer when they're happy, but they just don't do it um, a lot of the time. It's really those top A-plus grade customers that tend to refer off their own bat, uh, but a majority of them just don't do it. And, you know, people these days, they're very busy compared to, you know, a couple of decades ago. They've got their families, they've got their jobs. You know, they just don't have... Um, that time to, to think about referring businesses off unless they've gone above and beyond. So businesses should start to think about, okay, how do I actually bridge that gap to turn someone from a satisfied customer into someone to act, who actually refers? And it, and so what are the things I can do to actually transition into that? And um, some of the big companies around the world, so I think I mentioned Uber, Airbnb, uh, they actually grew... Uh, their initial database of um, customers and uh, for Uber drivers um, with referral programs. So they they rewarded um, people for referring others. That was one thing that I really found interesting. And there's a lot of uh, businesses out there, especially e-commerce, that um, reward customers for referrals, and it really helps them, you know, grow their customer base. Um, but as I mentioned, there's really not much out there for offline service-based businesses to do so. So in terms of automating it, uh, there's there's quite a variety of ways that you can go about it. Um, a lot of these referral programs, you know, for instance, Uber, they'll give you um, $10 off your next ride if you, if you um, refer someone to jump on board with them or, or, or ride with them. Um, so things like discounts like they've done, um, gifts, um, you know, adding someone into a competition, you know, draw um, to, to win a certain prize. Uh, I think, it, you know, you can offer them anything you want really as a reward. But I think what it comes down to really is giving them something that they really want. Um, so really thinking about what, who's your customer, who's your ideal customer and, you know, what are they going to want as a reward? Do they care about gifts? Do they care about getting a discount? You know, what is it? So you really have to drill down and, and know about your customer to, to work out, you know, what's the, what reward is actually going to be something that they want to get to be at, you know, when they actually go to refer someone. So 
The other thing um, that Uber do is they tend to reward the referrer and the person actually redeems that referral. So you, the big thing about referral programs and automating them is making sure you reward both sides because often, you know, the incentive, if you're only rewarding the referrer and the person that they're, you know, sending off to your business doesn't get rewarded, then that the incentive to use that business isn't as big and vice versa. So it's very rewarding in terms of, you know, offering rewards for referrals um, in terms of referred customers they have a much higher lifetime value in terms of what they spend at a business so it's actually they spend as much as 16 percent higher than a normal customer would um, so it definitely pays off for a business to get referred customers because they tend to be more loyal they they you know they like and trust you because you know they've come from a recommendation from someone they know oh, i think that's a great point that you make around incentivizing the person that's been referred to actually act on that referral because i think a lot of businesses just look at trying to get their existing customer to make the referral and just purely rely on the relationship that that person has who's making the referral to the person they're making the referral to and just assuming that that's going to be powerful enough to influence the new customer to potentially come to them. So I think that's a great point that you make. The other thing that will influence people is online reviews. They provide social proof that a business can actually do what they say they can do. And that's number four on your list is to build your customer reviews online. It is almost a given for people looking for a business online these days, right? It, it has a, a lot of the time become part of the process, especially when we consider how prominently Google puts them in the search results with the big gold stars. Reviews are, are huge these days and um, while we talk about recommendations from friends and family, that's, you know, stats show that that's the number one way people decide to, to purchase from a business. Um, it's very closely followed by reviews. So people really put a lot of loading on reviews and um, it's very rare these days for someone to uh, make a purchase decision without looking at um, reviews of that business especially if they've never heard of them before. And so you sort of really need to look at um, having a combination of getting recommendations from friends, but also having that a good solid level of reviews in place to show that you can deliver what you're saying you deliver. So sometimes the referral is not enough. You know, someone can get referred from a friend and it can be a trusted friend, but they still want to do their own research. Uh, they still have their own value systems and you know, while they trust their friend's recommendation, they often trust their own intuition as well. So this obviously will lead to them, you know, getting a recommendation, but looking at your reviews and and, and making their own decision on whether they can trust you. So for instance, if a business offered the same plumbing service as Joe down the road, um, but you have the reviews to back it up, that can be just that little bit of difference to make that customer more likely to jump on board with you. Um, especially if you've got a service that there is a lot of competition in your area. Um, it's all those little things you just need to to give that customer that extra level of boost to make that decision to purchase with you. And I guess it's the same with asking for referrals. Um, is You should ask for reviews as well. People tend to just not do them off their own bat unless you ask. 
And I think there's the same anxiety um, for some owners around that asking for reviews. It can go against their values and make them feel salesy or there might be a fear of how they may look. So I think getting getting over that and, and understanding what reviews mean and, and knowing that customers are happy to give them. And then lastly, just making sure it's easy. So the more you show someone that they can um, have a channel to write a review, the easier it'll be for them to do it. So uh, when we ran our physio clinics, we had, you know, review us uh, on the uh, on the dash of the admin um, desk. We had a poster up on the wall. We had some in each of the rooms. We had it on our website and our email. So while that can sometimes seem like overkill to some people, uh, I think it's really important just to keep it front of mind. So you're just giving people the, the best opportunity to, to write that for you. Luke, that's a great chat. Lots of easy and practical advice that all businesses can implement, whether, I don't know, they're a local florist or they're a larger business like a builder or a consulting firm. And that is what Reward Buddy is all about. So now is your time to shine and and go deep. Tell us about Reward Buddy. Give it a plug. How can people find out about it? How can they get involved? And, And how can they stay up to date with what you're doing? Your reward buddy essentially is just gives you a small business the ability to have their own rewards program. Uh, and that involves uh, allowing uh, them to reward their clients for referring uh, and also for constantly coming back and purchasing with them. So I guess the reason I, I created it is that I, I wanted to help small businesses um, have what online businesses have in terms of leveraging uh, referral systems and um, helping them find more clients, basically. In terms of how it works, it's it's free for customers to sign up. In terms of businesses, uh, it, there's a, a one-month free trial. So if they wanted to, you know, test it out, they just have to contact me. Uh, you know, my email's hello at rewardbuddy.com.au uh, and essentially I'll set up a, a listing for them, create the rewards program for them. Uh, they can sort of um, pick and choose how they want to do the rewards program and what type of rewards they'd like to offer. And yeah, after the month, they generally go from there and, and decide if they want to continue. So it's really uh, a, a no-risk uh, way of of trying to find new customers. Outstanding. And we'll put all the links to all those things, your email and a link to the Reward Buddy website. So listeners, just head along to the show notes at marketingbuilder.net or you can head straight to rewardbuddy.com.au and find out more about it. Luke Santamaria, founder at Reward Buddy, thank you so much for coming on the Marketing Builder podcast and sharing your, your expertise around ways to get more customer referrals. Thanks for having me on. A great part one of the chat with Luke, and I hope he has started to get you thinking more and more about the often overlooked marketing tactics of leveraging your word of mouth and referrals. As Luke mentioned, you can get in contact with him on hello at rewardbuddy.com.au or head to rewardbuddy.com.au to find out more. That's a wrap for episode 18. I've been your host, Daniel Oyston, and it's been amazing having you listen to the show, and I trust you got lots out of hearing from the first part of my chat with Luke. Did you love this episode? Good. Make sure you don't miss the next one and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever it is you listen to your podcast. Or in the spirit of what Luke has spoken about, tell a few businesses about this podcast and maybe they'll get some value out of it 
as well. I'd also love to hear from you on what marketing you are crushing or maybe finding a bit tough at the moment or you have some questions about something, please connect with me on LinkedIn. Just search for Daniel Oyston. That's O-Y-S-T-O-N or follow Marketing Builder on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Just search for Marketing Builder or use the handle M-K-T-B-L-D. Until next time, may your marketing be awesome and I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Marketing Builder. This show was developed, hosted, and produced by Daniel Oyston from Content Grasshopper, the creator of Marketing Builder. Marketing Builder is the easy-to-use, step-by-step card-sorting system for cutting through all the marketing flop out there and to help you build a marketing plan you are actually on board with. For more information, visit marketingbuilder.net or contentgrasshopper.com.au. Thanks for listening.